At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. It's our number two of the Greg Peterson experience on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we've got a tremendous hour coming up for you in 15 minutes. The gentlemen of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network are going to be joining me, Ryan Kramer, along with Sean Green. And on top of that, we're going to have, via the magic of Skype, our good friend Mark Drumheller over at Yahoo Sports. We're going to be talking about the XFL, getting set for the upcoming season, some of the familiar names that you could expect to hear, what these rosters are looking like, and so much more ways to gauge these non-football leagues as well, because most of them have different rules. We've been noticing a very heavy trend of unders when it comes to things like the Alliance of American Football League, the AAF from a few years ago, the first reboot of the XFL because you had the original XFL about like 22, 23 years ago, something like that. You had one reboot. Now this is reboot number two. When it comes to just your other leagues in general, it's been very much an under sort of taking with regards to it. So we're going to be talking about that and so much more. And in this segment, we're going to get you guys some college basketball. But first things first, we got to give credit where credit is due because we got a lot of in-studio guests here on the show tonight. And it is our producer, Jason, that does a great job of booking all these guests. He does an incredible job of being able to get on some of the best in the business to join me here on this fine show. So got to give credit where credit is due. And the folks behind the scenes do a great job of getting everything all sorted out, organized, and sounding nice, crisp, and clean as 
Those of you guys that are listening on Sports Map Radio, we do welcome you in as well. Hopefully you're enjoying everything that you've been hearing the last few weeks on VSIN along with the Greg Peterson experience. It is Taylor that gets everything set up on audio. Everything that you're seeing on the screen, if you're watching on VSIN.com, YouTube TV, what have you, that would be our good friend Nick that does a great job with that. And then if you're listening via podcast form because we post up every single hour that we do here at VSIN, in podcast form, whether that be the Greg Peterson Experience, Follow the Money, Visa in Prime Time, Visa Big Bets, you're able to go down the list. It is Sean that posts up all those hours as well. And Sean, you gave him a little bit of a shout out in hour number one with the Quinnipiac Bobcats. Didn't want to say this with Justin because he's on the Siena side of that Siena versus Quinnipiac game. I did set Quinnipiac as a two and a half point underdog. Now that we're north of three, I will be on Quinnipiac. So it's going to be a mano a mano battle. You're not going to be fighting this battle alone, Sean. So we better hope that the Bobcats get there for us. They better do it for the Robinson brothers. So that way we're able to get to the window on that. But that said, that will not be the DK Nation pick for this college basketball Friday. Instead, we are going to be going out to the Midwest and there is a man in college basketball that's chasing history, and I think that that's going to lead to uh, no defense whatsoever played in this game. 871-872 on the betting board. It is Oakland. They're going to be playing us to Detroit. Detroit opened up a one-point favorite. Man, now this line has moved as now Oakland is a two-point favorite, and your total, it opened up at a 153.5. Now it is a 152.5. There is one commonality with both of these teams. They are playing the Olay style of defense. Both of these teams in the bottom 30 in all of college basketball in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. And I was telling you guys that there is a man that is t- chasing history. That man is Antoine Davis. He is the leading scorer in all of college basketball, averaging 27.7 points per game. And right now, he is trying to chase down Pistol Pete Maravich's all-time scoring record in college basketball. He needs 186 more points in order to do so, and he's guaranteed at least five games. There's going to be four regular season games, and then at minimum, there's going to be one conference tournament game. With the way that Detroit is playing, I don't know if he can bank on a second one because they are sub-500 within the conference. They entered into Thursday's action tied for seventh within the conference, so it has been really not necessarily the greatest year for this Detroit team at this point, but he is guaranteed at least five games. If you do the math, he needs to average at least 37.2 points per game in order to be able to do so. But if you take a look at what Antoine Davis has been doing recently, he's been averaging north of 35 points over his last four games, and he has been just cranking it up all season long. He is shooting 41% from three, 90.2% the free throw line, scoring at least 27 points in 11 of the team's last 13 games since calendar flipped to 2023. This is a man on a mission, and Detroit is on a mission to get him the record by any means possible because, my goodness, they are 342nd in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis and opponents. They are shooting over 38.5% from three when they're on the road. They are 351st in the country in terms of opponents' three-point shooting percentage when away from home. Oakland, somehow, someway, their defense from three-point range is even worse when they're at home. Oakland, the sixth-worst three-point shooting defense in all of college basketball. Opponents, when they go into O Arena, shoot 40.5% from three-point range. It's not good. 348th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. And we saw a rarity when these two teams hooked up the first time around. You saw just a total brick fest from Antoine Davis. 
He shot 3 of 16 from the floor, 14 points. That is his lowest scoring output of the season. This was a game that was played on January 22nd. Oakland, they got the job done. They went on the road. They were able to get a 76-67 win. So even with Davis having that big, giant clunker of a night, you still got quite a bit of scoring in that game. And Davis, ever since that game, he has had 29-plus points in five out of the team's last six games. I think that this is going to be one of those affairs where you're going to see both of these teams being able to crank it up on offense, plus with Detroit, along with what you're able to get out of Mr. Davis, you've got other guys that have been able to do a nice job producing for this team as well. Gerald Liddell has been able to give the team at least seven rebounds in six of the team's last seven games. He's been able to register right around 15 points. He's been a nice contributor for this team. Debezzi Anderson, a former four-star recruit that began his career at Indiana, has been able to give you about 10 points per contest, shoots in the mid-30s from three-point range. And then you take a look on the flip side of things, for Oakland, who I did set as a favorite of more like three points in this spot. I'm actually on Oakland in this game. They've got a pair of guys in Keaton Harvey along Trey Townsend. Both of these guys are nice combo forwards that combine to shoot about 40% from three-point range, 28 points per contest. With Townsend, he's able to give you about eight rebounds per game, closer to six half rebounds per game when it comes to Harvey. And then you've got Jalen Moore who's able to give you more. He's been able to pump in there right around 17 points. Does turn the ball for three and a half times per game, but Oakland, a team that ranks right around about 105th to 110th in the country in terms of total possessions per game. They turn the ball over fewer than 11 times per contest. And both of these teams, make sure to not have dry, dead possessions. Both of these teams turn the ball over fewer than 11 and a half times per game. You're going to be getting plenty of scoring opportunities in this one. You've got a pair of teams that they just play ghastly bad defense. And you've got a man that is trying to chase down history. A good formula for an over. I set my total at 157.5. Currently seeing the 152.5 out there. My write-up, that is on the over. And I do think that you've got a little bit of value with Oakland. I do think that they're going to be able to get this Detroit team once again. It's an Oakland bunch that has, in my opinion, a little bit of better depth. They've been dealing with fewer injuries. Jaden Stone, along with Justin Phillips, being out of the fold for Detroit has really hurt them. So I'm going to be willing to lay the number here with Oakland. You're starting to see value get dried up, but I'm willing to lay after three with them. My write-up, that is going to be on the over. How about if we stay in the rising link and we just go up the road with this one, 869-870 on the betting board. Wright State, they are going to be on the road facing off against Cleveland State. Wright State hopes to be the right side as they are between a one and a half to a two-point underdog. Your total is between 147.5 and 148. This is a very interesting tempo battle. You've got a Cleveland State team that they rank in the bottom 80 in the country in terms of total possessions per game. Wright State playing at warp speed. Wright State in the top 20 in all of college basketball in terms of total possessions per game. And when it comes to both of these teams, I mean, they've both been relatively respectable defenses. Neither of these teams are going to necessarily be the 85 Bears with regards to their defense or anything like that. But, I mean, you've got a Cleveland State team that's right around 160th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. Meanwhile, Wright State, all of a sudden, they've been able to play better defense on the road slash in a neutral court environment rather than home. Overall for the season, Wright State, they're 130th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis, but this is a big-time rarity. They allow 8.6 points fewer per 100 possessions in a roadside shooter court environment than they do at home. I do think that that is going to be playing a big factor in this game. I do have Wright State as my one-point favorite, so I'm going to be willing to take them outright on the money line, take a little bit of plus value there, because with Cleveland State, you do have a bunch that has Tristan Iranura. He's been able to do a solid job, 14 points, 
six rebounds per game, but I do feel like this is a Wright State team that they rebound a little bit by committee. With Wright State, they also have just the flat-out best player out there on the floor. That would be Trey Calvin, who's been able to give the team right around 20.5 points per contest. He shoots in the high 30s from three-part range. He's been able to do a nice job giving the team right around five rebounds per game. For Cleveland State, you've got a trio of guys in the backcourt that all give between 10.2 and 10.6 points per game. They all serve a little bit of a different purpose as well. You've got this with Deshaun Parker, Tay Williams, Drew Lauder. Lauder is able to make some noise from three-point and shooting 35% from three. Parker is your main facilitator, 3.8 assists per contest. And then Tay Williams hauls in their five and a half rebounds, gives you a seal and a half per game. For a Cleveland State team that does rank at the top 55 nationally in terms of turnovers forced on a per possession basis, when I say this with Wright State having 13 turnovers per game, that sounds a little bit less than savory, but keep in mind that Wright State, they are a top 20 team in terms of total possessions per game for their tempo. That's actually not too bad. And when it comes to Cleveland State, I mentioned that Drew Lauder shoots 35% from three. He is the only guy out of their top six scorers currently shooting above 25% from three-point range. Cleveland State also a little bit less than trustworthy at the free throw line. They shoot just 68.5% at the charity stripe. I do think that that is going to be a big-time issue for them. Cleveland State takes care of the ball. They only turn the ball over about 11 times per game, but six foot eight Brandon Noel, he's been able to do a solid job, giving you 15 points, six and a half rebounds. He's able to bomb it from three-point range. Amari Davis doesn't necessarily do a great job of being able to shoot threes, but six foot six combo player Tim Finke, I think is a big-time contributor for this Wright State team, and I do think that Wright State is going to allow this game to be played a little bit more slowly. That is going to allow the under to hit, so I might total 145, and I just flat out think that Wright State is a better team. I'm going to be taking Wright State as a right side, and I'm going to take them on the money line to go along with the under. And coming up next, we've got a big, giant panel for the XFL. Mark Drummeller of Yahoo Sports, along with Ryan Kramer and also Sean Green, are going to be joining me to break down the XFL next, right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VEASAN experts have got you covered because you're able to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber right now with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to a daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN shows and guests, tools like betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down the brackets, bets, bets, and daily props. Do not miss out on this limited time offer. Go to vsim.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99. That is at vsim.com slash subscribe as it is a loaded desk here on the Greg Peterson Experience on vsim, the Sports Bank Network. As we've got before me the two gentlemen of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Sean Green along with Ryan Kramer. They do absolutely amazing work. I know that they were taking a look at a lot of the ancillary football leagues last season. Now they are here in studio to help me break down the XFL along with our good friend Mark Drumheller is going to be joining us via Skype. He does amazing work at Yahoo Sports. And gentlemen, it is great to have you aboard. Thank you. How dare you call it ancillary? <laughs> this this means more to us. This is the XFL. Well, when there's no other football leagues to compare to, it becomes primary. We ran into Derek Stevens owner of the circa outside there. And he, and he goes, you're going up Easton. What are you talking about? I go, we're talking about football. Sure. Some might say it's not the, you know, professional uh, national football league, which we all love uh, minus the results of the super bowl, of course, but uh, why not just transition to the next professional league, the extreme football league with the XFL again, if it's football and you can bet on it, what, yeah, it, it how, how do you not get involved? And there's actually some notable players, unlike some of these other leagues that we've seen. Someone like a Josh Gordon is going to be suiting it up in this one. I think that that is going to be very fascinating to take a look at. And we'll start first, and we'll lead off with you, Mark, on this. What are some of the rule changes that are involved with the XFL that we typically don't find in the NFL? Because I do think that these are important for gauging when it comes to handicapping angles. Yeah, especially with totals. I think, you know, one of the things that we look at is the clock is going to be running outside of the last two minutes um, in each half, first half and at the end of the game. So um, they do that to kind of speed up the game. Also, a quicker play clock in between plays, 35 seconds. Um, What we've seen in these ancillary leagues, you know, as you called them before, is, you know, that shortened play clock can really cause a lot of problems for offenses early. Communication early in the season is a little bit tough. So sometimes that causes more delays than than actually speeds up the game. But, the, you know, one of the main things is um, after the touchdown, they don't kick point after touchdown. You get opportunity to go for one, two, or three points. Uh, you get the ball at the 
you know, two, five and 10 yard line. So, you know, in the first iteration of the XFL, we saw some of the better offensive teams that were more aggressive really utilize that and try and go for three um, to get, uh, you know, to get some extra points on the board. So, you know, for us betters, the back door is even bigger with the three point extra point. Yep. And I still remember watching this a few years ago from the XFL back when it was there in 2020, just before COVID unfortunately shut down that league. And it felt like nobody had no idea what they were doing in terms of those extra points. <laughs> Everyone was just like, Oh, we're going to go for like two or something like that. And they had no plays that were drawn up for it. Did you guys notice the same thing when you guys were taking a look at the XFL a few years ago? Because that was a league in which we saw a lot of unders and it felt like the coaching staffs had no idea what the heck they were doing. Well, you're talking to someone who had a, a you know, we're, we're, we're talking about someone who had roughneck fever here. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think just in general, it seemed like at first it was like, go for three, go for three, maximize, right? Think like NBA style. They optimize maybe around two, but even then it's like the offensive talent is sometimes not there to where really going for it makes sense. Well, and it's funny. I mean, these, as we've learned through the NFL, even these coaches at a high level, they need a chart, right? And I don't think we've figured out the XFL chart yet, right? Cause they think the coaches, they don't know. They don't know. Should I go for one or should I go for two? They don't know that. And then you add a three point opportunity that blows the average coach's mind on the professional level, let alone the XFL level where it's just, it, it's another level to for them to figure it out. Although I did, I did look up the 2020 XFL uh, totals and it seemed like it was two and two. Um, I know. Yeah. For for week one, I know normally, you know, at least for like week one NFL uh, preseason, the the play is like an auto unders be just because like the idea of the defense being ahead of the offense, which I still believe we'll see in week one of the XFL. But I think they've set the total so low. I don't know if I can do an auto under on all four games. I do think that that is very important to take a look at. And you do want to be looking at the makeup of some of these teams as well. And something that I did notice because we were just bringing up the fact that some of these coaches had no idea what in the world <laughs> that they were doing is taking a look at the coaches because you got like Bob soups. Who's going to be the coach over there with the Arlington renegades. You've got Wade Phillips coaching up the Houston roughnecks, Reggie Barlow. He's on the DC defenders. Terrell Buckley is going to be over there with Orlando. San Antonio as Heinz Ward. Rod Woodson is out here in lovely Las Vegas. Anthony Beck for St. Louis. And then Seattle, they've got Jim Hazlitt. I believe that I got all of them. And I'm going to throw this to you first, Mark, and then we'll go to our panel here at Circa. How much do you take a look at coaching when it comes to the XFL? And which teams do you think might have a little bit of advantage slash disadvantage? Yeah, I, I think it's really important to look at the coaches. A lot of times, you know, better people look at the quarterbacks because they're familiar names, but it's really the coaches. And you want to look at offensive systems that are easily digestible. The quarterbacks can pick up quickly and go out and have a ton of success. And we saw in this league, you know, the first time around June Jones's offense was a massive success with the Houston Roughnecks, that run and shoot style. Um, he's over in Seattle now with Jim Hazlitt. Um, so, you know, I, I think that translates well. Um, and, you know, you kind of see it around the league. So, you know, you look at some of the teams, St. Louis in, implementing a West Coast offense, um, you know, obviously a little bit more complex. Um, but that's what I do. I kind of look at this scheme and then the quarterback fit and the pairing and try and figure out like, hey, 
out of these teams, which ones have the best opportunity to get off up and run into a quick start? Because we know they don't have full NFL training camps, even though they're in the hub. But I think, you know, the offensive scheme and kind of the talent around them is a little bit more important than just a head coach. Absolutely. And I'll throw it to you guys as well. How much do you make out of the coaches? And do you feel like there might be a team or two that has an advantage slash disadvantage with these coaches? Well, Mark nailed it. It's June Jones. We saw he had a plan, an offensive plan. And what we saw last iteration and most spring leagues, the offenses don't look super prepared to start. So uh, PJ Walker, Cam Phillips, could that be Josh Gordon? And uh, I'm blanking on the quarterback they're rolling out. Uh, but Danucci. I mean, Danucci. Danucci, exactly. Another guy who has <laughs> had a cup of coffee in the NFL, even though his coach was maybe related to him. But yeah, I mean, to me, June Jones, June Jones having a plan, that matters. I think uh, the, the defenders strike me as a team that might have a different type of offensive plan, but they're going to have a plan. So I think when you're handicapping these teams, like coaching philosophy matters, short training camp, like, Maybe Bob Stoops might know how to get a team more ready than Rod Woodson. I, you know, that that's just me. He has a couple more reps. So I, I would say that kind of stuff, but uh, certainly the offensive systems matter so much because offense is already behind defense. So having a plan matters. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm on the uh, Seattle sea dragons. That's what we're going with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, they were again, the dragons last time. They were like, you know what? They, we need to go bigger. We're the sea dragons. This well, time. And, and, and maybe they just kept thinking people called them the sea dragons because it was Seattle and then it was shortened for C and then it was dragon. So they just went for C dragons or I mean, their get... offense is just sunk into the sea. <laughs> well, that's also true. And we did a, a long, long, some would argue too long bit breaking down the fact that dragons really don't inhabit the sea. Traditionally, again, if you're breathing fire, that's something you do on land or in the air, not underneath water. That aside, June Jones, who's been a guest on our show, uh, you, you gotta like a guy who shows up in the sports gambling podcast, but again, someone that has a proven experience in spring football in particular at the head coaching level, I think is huge, especially when you look to week one, because uh, again, maybe Heinz Ward is the next, uh, you know, Bill Belichick. We don't know, but it certainly could take him a while to figure it out. So there's a lot of questions. I'm looking to fade guys who are making their coaching debut, at least, at least at the head coach level. So, um, you know, teams like Seattle and the sea dragons, uh, again, still getting used to that term. Uh, I, those are teams I'm looking to ride and I'm looking to fade the teams that have head coaches that just have like positional experience and maybe they end up being great, but I, I'm going to fade them and then wait to figure it out later. Yeah. But I think that guy like Anthony Becht is very interesting as well. I've actually done a few interviews with him breaking down oh, college football because <laughs> I mean, he's a guy that he knows his stuff there. And we've seen some of the guys come from the booth and They've actually been relatively solid coaches. I mean, look no further than Steve Kerr. He's actually, yeah. he's certainly panned out on that front. And then we see other guys, they come down from the booth and it's been an abject disaster to say the least. So that is going to be very interesting to take a look at. And this is a reiteration of the XFL that I think is going to be very interesting. We've got a lot of things to take a look at for week one. So fortunately, we do have the panel in front of us. Mark Drummeller does great work at Yahoo Sports. Couple with the Sports Gambling Podcast gentlemen of Sean Green along with Ryan Kramer. We're going to be breaking down these teams a little bit more next and taking a look forward to week one here on the Great Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
Magazine, Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and the bets are moving on every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so that way you're able to see all the changes in the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match up with the public opinion. You're able to check out not just today's action, but future events as well as betting splits are another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every single game at VSIN.com. Back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. We're talking XFL. We've got two men in studio, Ryan Kramer, along with Sean Green, who do a great work at the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And we've got Mark Drummeller via Skype, who does amazing work over there at Yahoo Sports. And let's take a look at these games for week number one, because something that jumps out to me before we dive into any of the spreads, any of these teams in particular and the matchups, is that these totals are all pretty much within a very shall we say, finite window. (laughs) At DraftKings, they're all between pretty much 35 to 35 and a half to 37. What do you make out of these totals all being in really that mid to high 30 range? And we'll start with you, Sean. Well, I I would say they're smart. The the guys setting the lines because previously we saw with the USFL, there was briefly uh, when they opened up last year, week one, there were some totals in the fifties, which were insane as someone who just blindly takes week one unders for the preseason NFL or for spring football. Now they're making, they're making you work for it, right? Because they're making you think when you're setting these lines in like the 30 to like, you know, high thirties range, they're making you earn it I, again. I would still my instinct is to lean auto under um, for these plays still, but uh, again, they're at least making you think, and I don't think it's going to be an easy cash on the auto unders. Like honestly, it's probably going to be two and two on the over unders or something similar because they've been smart enough to set the lines at reasonable numbers for spring football. Yep. I think that that is such a big thing. Mark, we'll go to you on this. What do you make out of these totals being significantly lower than what we've seen from things like the AAF, the XFL the first time around? Because I think that Sean just said it very well. These are totals that are significantly lower than we've seen from other of these ancillary football leagues week one. Yeah, I thought Kentucky was playing Iowa. I didn't know what was going on. I looked at these lines, but then, you know, here we are. But no, it makes a lot of sense. Like I said, you know, they're, they're going to be risk adverse the first week. They're going to they're going to take money on. They, they don't have any problem writing tickets on overs just because you don't know what the cohesion is going to be. You don't know what the continuity is going to be on the offensive side. Chemistry, familiarity, you know, with your teammates could be a lot of penalties. So you know we've seen that in these leagues before. So I think they do that. Me personally, I'm not going to you know uh, blind bet every under. You know, there's a couple spots that I like, but um, you know I'm not going to just hit every under just because because some of these Games, some of these defenses might not be that good. And if these offenses are humming, they're going to be able to put up points fast because the kickoff's a little different too, right? There's only a 3% touchback rate in 2020 in the XFL because, you know, both teams line up at the 35 and 30 yard line um, on the receiving team side of the field. So, you know, it's good field position for the offenses. Absolutely. And it's not going to be like the XFL that we saw in like 2000 where they were scrumming for the ball, which. <laughs> I personally like to see. Apparently, it wasn't the world's greatest thing for player safety, but <laughs> I thought it was an enjoyable experience. No fair kicks. It's a different no time. Different time, Greg. Different uh, time. Yes, it certainly is. And I will throw this to you as 
I will throw this to you as well, Ryan, just in terms of these totals. How much do you make out of the fact that you can go for one, two, or three in regards to the total? Because I would think that that would help out overs just a little bit. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I would imagine maybe 42, not quite as key as, I, yeah, I, I, it's a crapshoot, right? That's what's beautiful about this. It's week one of the preseason. Uh, that's why you have to lean under before you go over. That's why you're probably not betting overs until you can see an offense actually complete some passes and look like they can do something. And honestly, like if we're talking preseason football, there's still some room to get down into that 31, 32 range. So for me, uh, I'll, I'll happily be the guy to say I'll blindly bet the unders. I, I got to see the offenses do something. And I think that you bring up so, something very good, and I'll make this pro tip for our number two, visa.com slash subscribe. You're able to sort these by show and by sport. Keep in mind that the normal critical numbers that you see in football, they might not be withholding here in the XFL because you can go for one, two, or three. And that means that typically that critical number of 42, 45, that might be when it's all said and done, like <laughs> 44, it might be 46. Who in the heck knows? But you want to be tossing that a little bit more to the side. So I think that that is something very good that is brought up there. But let's dive into these matchups just a little bit more because I do think that they're very fasting. And it's going to start out here in lovely Las Vegas on Saturday with the Vegas Vipers and the Arlington Renegades. Renegades are a team that they've got one of those experienced coaches. They're a three-point favorite, and it's going to be in Arlington in this one and I will lead off with you on this one Sean how do you view this game between Vegas and Arlington yeah I mean I, I could see again in the same way why you would maybe lean under you would lean towards the dog for a lot of these where it's like hey no one you know there's so many things to figure out why not take the free points I'm going to lean Arlington uh with stoops there I know and I, I saw Mark's picks and he made some great uh, cases for his picks. I think he's against, I think he's on the Vegas Vipers. Kramer's Kramer's on the Vegas Vipers. Uh, you know, a couple of XFL sharps over here, but I, my case for Arlington is that stoops while he's, he's struggled in previous uh, spring football incarnations. I think the fact that he has experience with his OC and with his DC, like having that, that, um, that experience with the coordinators, I think is going to give them the edge. I think I got it at two and a half, but I still like it at three. So yeah, give me Arlington here, even though it's dangerously close to Dallas, which I would, <laughs> as an Eagles fan, I would never support. And you know, Mark's a real Eagles fan, just the way, the way he pronounces overs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, again, I'm, I'm going Arlington here. I understand the case with the Vegas Vipers again, fun team name and when in doubt, uh, take a couple free points here. But I think Stoops and his experience with his coordinators, I think, will be enough as far as just like week one hitting the ground running. And when it comes to college basketball, noted, I can bet on UT Arlington, but SMU is a complete stay away. <laughs> I have got the memo here, so we've got that covered there. And Ryan, where do you sit on this game? Because I do think that it's interesting to take a look at some of these underdogs week number one in the XFL. Well, I, and, and I just, whenever I hear Vegas Vipers, I just think about Ben Stiller and dodgeball so, coming out, doing, doing their pregame warmup. But I mean, to me, this is, I was a Jersey generals guy in the, in, in the USFL last year. And what did I see when, when Deandre Johnson had to leave the game, Luis Perez came in and turned into one of the better, the better stories in the league and seeing him as the, the projected starter here 
and that's part of the part of the glory of this this league is that we don't really even know who's going to play like this. Yeah. We, we, no, I mean, we, you don't even know the starters we, for the quarterback in a lot of these situations. We, we think we know the rosters, like we we see the cutdowns, but I mean, at the end of the day, there's there's just a lot of variance there. But yeah, to me, Luis Perez is a guy who has excelled at the spring football level. I expect him to come in. And granted, last time it was with Mike Riley, a guy who can definitely coach up a quarterback, but. I think in, in this iteration, to me, like what stands out most in this matchup is the quarterback and the experience of Luis, Luis Perez. So I love the Vipers here catching whatever you can catch. Yeah, Ben, I will turn it over to you, Mark. What do you make out of this? Because with Arlington, they've got a guy by the name of Kyle Slaughter. And, well, you don't want to get slaughtered in <laughs> very, very many aspects of life. Yeah, I'm with I'm with on Vegas here. Um, I just think Stoops in general is a coach in this these leagues is overrated. I think, you know, you're paying a tax for his name. Um, they really didn't show in the field. They were two and three last time around in the XFL when he coached Dallas and they had one of the best rosters in the league. Um, now he's got Drew Plitt is the starting quarterback. It looks like it's going to be. Um, this is a guy who's wildly inaccurate, not really great at reading defenses going up against a Rod Woodson secondary and, you know, a pass rush led by Vic Beasley. So while Vegas, I think, is going to have some holes on the rush defense, I think they're going to be able to force split in the mistakes. And that kind of leads into what Ryan was saying. On the other side of the ball, we have Vegas, very efficient quarterback in Luis Perez, right? Doesn't have a cannon for an arm, but he, he makes all the right decisions. He can move the ball down the field. New Jersey was one of the most efficient offenses in the, in the USFL. And I think that's going to help. And he has some weapons, Martavius Bryant, Ger Geronimo Allison, who spent some time with the Packers, uh, Jeff Bidette, who, you know, spent some time actually with Stoops in Dallas in the previous iteration. So they have some playmakers on offense, but I think, you know, Vegas is going to be able to force a lot of turnovers on defense. I think they're live as a dog here. Hey, I remember Geronimo Allison from the Green Bay Packers. He was halfway decent, and I believe that Martavis Bryant is also on Vegas as well. That's a guy that you're able to rely upon a little bit more as a wide receiver. He was someone that was with the Pittsburgh Steelers for a few years. So we've got a lot of fascinating guys that are in this league, and we're going to be hitting more of them in the final segment here of this real XFL chatter on the Greg Peterson experience because we've got three other games to be able to break down. We've got our panel here with the Sports Gambling Podcast gentlemen of Ryan Kramer along Sean Green and via the magic of Skype. We've got Mark Drummeller who does great work over at Yahoo Sports. We're going to be breaking down these games for XFL Week 1, trying to give you guys some picks and trying to make you guys some money next. Here on the Greg Peterson Experience, I'm VEASAN, the Sports Banking Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports Sports fans, as the football season ends, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your place to be for basketball and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Football Bet and Get, and so much more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today as it's a whole new game. As we're back here, I'm Greg Peterson, Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network, and I'm sure the gentleman joining this panel would disagree with that read as football season is just beginning with regards to the XFL. As we've got Sean Green and Ryan Kramer in studio, and by the magic of Skype, we have got our good friend Mark Drumheller over at Yahoo Sports. And let's take a look at the remainder of these games that we've got coming up for week one in the NXT. In the XFL, Mark, I'll just go to you because we already broke down Vegas versus Arlington. Which of the remaining three games are you looking at the most, whether it be from just a viewing standpoint or from a betting standpoint? Um, I mean, I'm looking at all of them. You know, it's the <laughs> yeah. league, but uh, you know, Houston is another game that I targeted. I played Houston on the money line, but I mean, I would lay anything under a field goal here. You have Wade Phillips. You know, the defense is going to be solid against Orlando's quarterback, Paxton Lynch, on the other side. Um, you know, I just think there's a coaching advantage with Terrell Buckley, you know, coaching the Orlando team. And, you know, I think Houston, when you look at them, don't have a great quarterback at Brandon Silvers, but they have a good offensive coordinator, A.J. Smith, 33-year-old, bright mind, June Jones disciple. So they're going to be running an up-tempo offense. They got a lot of shifty backs and uh, Max Borgie and Nick Holley and guys like that. So I think they'll be able to move the ball enough to, uh, you know, score enough points to get Houston to win there. 
Absolutely, and I will throw that same question to you, Sean. What game are you looking at the most when it comes to week one of the XFL? No, I mean, I, I'm with Mark. I'm on Houston laying the two and a half, laying the three. Um, again, it's it to me, it's just a fate of Paxton Lynch as well, who they're going <laughs> up against. I we've seen him fail at so many levels, all oh right? Like, we, how many how many times do we have to see Paxton Lynch fail? I, again, it's one thing to fail in the NFL. Some would argue I might fail in the NFL, but to fail also at the USFL when you're like given the job, and it seems like he's also been given the job here on the uh, uh, in the XFL week one. He, it, to me, he's just an auto fade. A um, lot of reasons to be excited about the Houston Roughnecks offense. So, yeah, for me, it's Roughnecks. I, it's one of my favorite plays. Them and the Sea Dragons, as much as you have to uh, swallow that name there, uh, those are my two favorite plays week one. Absolutely. And Ryan, we're going to kick it over to you. What are you looking for in terms of week one of the XFL? And again, heartbreaking. Had that Roughnecks uh, future before they canceled <laughs> yeah, Ryan, the league last uh, time. Ryan still has the sweatshirt. <laughs> there, well, yeah, I still have the sweatshirt. Didn't get rid of it. I. To me, the game of the week is Jim Hazlitt and this Sea Dragons. June Jones, we talked about it. We have Josh Gordon. We have uh, we have Ben DiNucci, an NFL quarterback. And then we're going against underrated head coach, tons of experience, Reggie Barlow. You might not know him, but he's been grinding away, coaching at the lower levels, head coach. And and I think when, when you look at the matchup, you it, Jordan Tamu stands out in the same way Luis Perez, a guy who has excelled winning football games at the spring football uh, level. Shout out to the, the previous incarnation of the battle Hawks. Yes. I, I just think this is a game that is probably going to be the highest level uh, football we can see. And it, it probably going to be contrasting styles, but between the running shoot of the sea dragons and what projects to be a ground attack coming from the defenders. So I'm, I'm excited for this one, but yeah, I'm, I'm as until June Jones, offense proves me wrong. I'm going to ride it. And I think it's so interesting that the one game that really hasn't been brought up to this point is the Battle Hawks and San Antonio. And I will throw this over to you, Mark, because I do think that it is fascinating. It's really the one home underdog that we've got on the board with San Antonio being a two and a half point underdog. You've got Heinz Ward as a coach over there at San Antonio. So I feel like this might be the biggest wild card team in the league. Yeah, I like San Antonio here. I played some under. This is the one game I did play the under on the 36 and a half. Um, the Alamo Dome is going to be rocking in San Antonio. Nobody's watching the Spurs. They're excited for football. They're going to be out there, and it's going to be loud. Like, they've had success when they were in the AAF. That was one of the best home field advantages um, in the league, and I, I think it's going to be a rough environment. And I talked about St. Louis, you know, a little bit overrated because you have A.J. McCarron there. It's a quarterback that everybody knows. But, again, running a West Coast offense, in a loud environment, right? You have elongated plays. Everybody knows Spider, Y2, Banana, Jetstream, all that stuff. They got to get that into the quarterback in 35 seconds on the road, the first game of the year. I think you're going to see them have a lot of problems offensively. Anthony Beck, first-time head coach. So um, I like the Brahmas here, San Antonio. Offensive coordinator, Jamie Alonzo. Uh, he was the guy who was uh, head coach, of the, ran the Vipers offense when they were in Tampa Bay, had a ton of success, led the XFL in yards per play. So even though Jack Cohn doesn't get you excited, um, I think they're going to be pretty efficient on offense and be able to pull the upset. And Sean, we'll go over to you on this. How do you view this San Antonio versus St. Louis game? Because I do think that with San Antonio, they are the biggest unknown in the league. I know that they've got a guy that I like back when he was at Ella, back when he was at Louisville and Juwan Pass and, I think that this is a team that they could be a little bit of an upside team if things go right. And 
things go wrong, they could go very wrong. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm always skeptical of a you know, of a spring football road favorite week one. But you you said like when things can go wrong, they can go very wrong. And I think um, one point I want to get in here is to take a look at the futures market. One of my uh, one of my better plays last year in the USFL was. Uh, the Philadelphia stars, I had them to win the championship at like 14 to one. And a lot of the pricing was just because people didn't realize, Hey, there's eight teams. There's two divisions, right? So the top two in each division will make the playoffs. So I wouldn't be surprised if you look at these divisions, if one of them gets super like top heavy, uh, essentially one of the bad teams might be able to get into the playoffs pretty easily. And from there, it's kind of a crapshoot. So I would keep an eye on the future market. But again, I would stay away from any sort of road favorite uh, week one in spring football in general. That's kind of an auto rule here for me. Ryan, is that a rule for you? Or are you willing to dive in on St. Louis? I, to me, Jack Cohn is right there with Paxton Lynch. And so <laughs> while I get it, I, I mean, I think, I think San Antonio, I mean, these are two, maybe the best fan bases of the last iteration, certainly uh, in the AAF, the command, the San Antonio was a fun team to watch. And, and I think if they can spark that, that crowd, like you said, maybe they don't care about the Spurs. Maybe they're going to come out and, and there's certainly a couple cities where I think we expect to see pretty lit crowds, uh, San Antonio being one of them, but I I'm, st I'm still going to lean. I'm going to be that sucker that grabs the NFL talent in the quarterback. And so I, I to me, it's battle Hawks ride or die. And, and I mean, is there, that's if nothing else, the XFL just gives you a reason to, to have fun with it. And so, yeah, I'm give me St. Louis. Well, no. Uh, and, and by and the way, everyone should know this. Like it's a road dog, but they're, they're starting from the hub and they're flying together on the same plane <laughs> yeah, to San Antonio. So it's like the travel, you know, I don't think you're getting quite the maybe one and a half to two we see in the NFL when it comes to home field edge. But yeah, so I, I would, I would, I think when you see, I'm the opposite of Sean here. I think when you see a road favorite in a matchup like this, someone knows something about a roster or about something. And so I, I'm going to lay the point. I'm going to be, I'm going to be the chalky guy who follows the points or follows the money and takes the battle Hawks. But I would say San Antonio and Seattle love the home spot for San Antonio, San Antonio and Seattle were the two places that I felt had legitimately a, a home field edge. In the in the NDC. original NDC. incarnation, NDC to some degree. I'm not the beer snake, right? Yes, <laughs> it did have the beer snake. Absolutely, and we've got about I would say 90 seconds or so left here. And Mark, who is your favorite right now in the XFL entering into Week One? Gosh, if I had to pick one team, it would probably be Seattle. Uh, you know, like I said with June Jones, I think that that offense is really set up to have a lot of success, and that's really what wins in these leagues. It's really you know teams that are aggressive on offense that have the type of offense that can be easily adaptable. The players can pick up quick reads, easy stuff like the run and shoot. So I like Seattle if I had to pick one team, but I'm telling you Vegas is not getting a lot of credit. I did take a stab on Vegas at plus 700 in the futures market because I think, you know, they have a lot of talent on both ends of the ball. I think it might take a little while to gel, but they could be a buy on as the season goes on. I love it. And keep in mind the VEASAN pro tip that I gave out in the last segment Keep in mind, key numbers, not so key when you can go for one, two, and three in these games. And final minute here, gentlemen, you two joining me in studio, Ryan and Sean, who's your favorite right now in the XFL? Well, I mean, I also love Seattle. Again, ride or die with June Jones until he proves us wrong. But if I was going to throw something in there, Reggie Barlow, a lot of head coaching experience, that DC Defenders team, 
could make some noise, unfortunately, in the same division as Seattle. So my two favorite teams in the same division, but I don't mind grabbing them at plus 750 in the futures market. I, I mean, I'm with Ryan. I like Seattle as a team, but I would say anyone that starts like zero and two, <laughs> I think, is interesting in the futures market, right? Because so many of these teams are going to be close. If a team loses their first one or two games and they're plus fifteen hundred uh, in the futures market, that's where you can really find some value. So I would I say love. whoever gets off to the slow start is still super interesting in the XFL. I love it. This was a great panel. Mark Drummel of Yahoo Sports, along with Sean Green and Ryan. Kramer of the sports gambling podcast joining me to break down some XFL now coming in next we take a look at Friday's college basketball card here on the Greg Peterson experience on VEASAN the sports betting network at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.